0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk
1: Mmm, it does go well with a chicken
2: I didn't
3: know hanging out with you was making me smarter Full disclosure Morty, it's not Temporary super intelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity
0: Oh man
3: Yeah, and once those seeds wear off You're gonna lose most of your motor skills And you're also gonna lose a significant amount of brain functionality For 72 hours Morty Starting right about now <laughs> Boy, yeah, we've been thrown, we've been hit for a total loop. here. We're down, man, down. Yes. Well, Buck, so we're talking about this AR-15 golf tournament. I'll tell you about it. It's going to be in uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. Or is it Norfolk? Yeah, like it's not
4: Virginia, Nebraska. Norf,
3: Norfolk. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, how about this?
4: It's in Nebraska. It's all you need to know.
3: It's in, North. yeah, it's a small town, about 25,000 people, northeast Nebraska. You should never go there ever in your life, and you probably <laughs> won't. I can't say that I,
4: I can think of a valid reason, other than the AR-15 golf tournament. So, I mean, maybe if I'm passing, you know, I'm passing through, like I'm, I'm driving out of Denver, heading east, and it's like, hey, you wanna you wanna play some golf and shoot some mess? Although I don't know anything about the AR-15 golf tournament, but I'm assuming. Well, I'll, I'll
3: tell you. I'm assuming there's shooting involved. Yeah, there is. But first, uh, Buckley hits us with a photo. He just texts this to us. Yeah. Now, can you throw this on the fan Twitter? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: I can do that. Yeah, sure.
4: Can we talk about your plaid cargo
1: shorts? <laughs> oh sure, we can. We can do that too. Because
4: if I were to tell you that it's Buckley with a mustache. A tank top, flip flops, and plaid cargo shorts, and none of those things are the alarming part of this photo. No.
3: No. no, no. What are I mean, what are those? Those shotguns. Shotguns. Those are shotguns. He has two shotguns and there's a couple of bros in a golf cart behind like
1: what are you what is happening? So this is when me and some uh, some college bros, this was a decade ago, or 11 years ago now, I think. Um, we went to Dallas for the Oregon LSU uh, Cowboy Classic to kick off the season. Remember that, That yeah. was the one where, did you guys go
3: to that? It was one where we Honey, were not honey that,
1: Badger like wrecked uh, yeah, I didn't Oregon go well. a couple times. Well, didn't DeAnthony
3: Thomas fumble? Yes, like, it was yeah, that game. Twice. So
1: we, we all went down there for that game. Uh, it was, oh, we were there for the long weekend, because I think it was a, a holiday weekend to kick off the season. And we found out that just outside of Dallas, there is a place, they call it Shotgun Golf, and they essentially have 18 different shotgun blinds set up at at this shooting range, and you take a golf cart, and you drive with your shotguns to each hole, and then you log a score for each hole based on the number of targets you hit from the skeet shooting.
3: So this is a thing.
1: So, yeah, basically, they gave us shotguns, they gave us ammo, they gave us golf carts, and they said, go have fun, boys. Wow. Yeah, with...
4: Was there like because I don't see you wearing like like ear protection? you you got nope. open-toed
1: shoes. Yep. Is there is there beer involved? Oh, let's see. Mm, I that's, can't remember, that's a Yes, that's that's a terrible idea. But I'm trying to remember. I don't think they allowed us to have beer there. Mm. I think that we could have beer afterwards. <laughs> I think they like. I, I think I don't think they would let you out there with alcohol.
3: I certainly hope. Not. All right, so this is not a this is not a new thing. <laughs> I am well, stunned.
1: This It is because the AR-15 golf tournament you're talking about actually involves moving a golf ball, which this did not. This just involves shooting. Yeah, so,
3: okay, so this is... It's a hell of a photo, though. Boy, it really is. I'm going to need you to... So, at 1080, the fan, yeah. Buck's going to throw that I'll up. I'll put it up there right now. It almost doesn't really even look like no, that.
4: No, I, I, originally I thought it was someone else, and then I was like, wait, is that... But did... it also
3: makes me... I just...
4: You've got questions now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what I thought of you yeah. is all now changing. Was this a dating profile pick at one point? Oh, no.
1: Is this like farmersonly.com? Oh, I mean, sure not. No. Sort of. Has mean. your wife seen this?
3: Uh, yeah, she's
1: seen this photo. She's like, that's hot. but, but you're, No, she's you... not like, that's hot. <laughs> 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 quite the opposite. She's like, I'm glad I don't know that guy.
3: Mm, different buck now. Mm. So this is Pierce Fire Department in... This town in Nebraska, they are hosting an AR-15 golf tournament to raise money for additional firefighting equipment. Rich Lutz, who claims to be the inventor of this unique way to play golf, said he searched all over to find out if anyone else came up with this idea, but he couldn't find anything. Apparently he didn't look in Texas. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> he said that he will be the first person ever to host something like this, and he said we're going to have, as far as we know, the very first AR-15 nine-hole golf tournament. So the hardest part, he said, was coming up with the rules. He said rules for golf with rifles is a little bit different than rules for regular golf.
4: So I'm still confused at that. what is happening here.
3: Is, are we playing golf? Or- Hold on. So he's a member of the... So he is a fire guy. Okay. When he initially brought up the idea to other members, he said some people weren't on board. He said others were like, yeah, let's do this. And others were like, uh, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. I think what some said was... America, He says playing AR-15 golf is no more dangerous than playing normal golf. Before the tournament, officials will hold a safety meeting with all of the players. During the match, each hole will have a range officer holding the gun before and after the player shoots. The tournament is set to hold 54 teams of two, costing 450 a team. Rifles, balls, and blanks are all provided. He says uh, getting good at AR-15 is all about... How you aim the rifle and hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. Now I always I will, love to hear that. Yeah, just cross Hope your fingers
4: for the best. when it involves a firearm. Now, when he says it's not as dangerous as uh, <laughs> any more dangerous than than other golf, uh, I've played in many golf tournaments. One, I've never had a safety briefing, and two, I've never <laughs> had a a, uh, a firearms expert at every hole. So I'm going to go ahead and say, just based on those two things alone, uh, this is more dangerous than regular golf. I'm just stating that for the record. I'm still confused at what yeah. an AR-15 is doing
3: in the game of golf. So he says, it's about trajectory. So you control the length of your shot by how far you put the muzzle into the air. Wait, are we shooting? Yes, they're Dr- shooting.
4: I again, From I, what I...
3: I understand, they're shooting. There are no golf balls. You're shooting your way to the to par. You, you're shooting a bullet,
4: <laughs> yeah. So, like, a am two I wrong, Ryan? Th- you're D- shooting a 223 bullet or the five. You're shooting a a AR 15 bug, you shoot both calibers,
3: and well, you it just does say balls will be provided.
1: Yeah, I think you're shooting it into the ground to try to make the ball move
3: off of the ground. Yes, that no, 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 you no, no, can't. No, he said <laughs> it can't be. He said you, it's it's all about trajectory. So, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I this... I don't know either, then. I don't know how this works. Because wouldn't the ball just, like...
1: Let's call him up. The, the ball would explode. I bet they'd love to promote their event. Has it happened already?
3: Uh, May 6th. I am
4: That's I am ridiculous. just fascinated with the idea of... You just, if this is what it is, you just fire a bullet, and then you have to go, find, like, find the bullet? Like, is it like a tracer bullet? So you can... You play at night. I am baffled at what's happening here. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, all right. I've, I've found. Wait it. a minute. So I've, I've done. I worked at Google here, and I, I've got an answer. There's an AR-15 that shoots golf balls. So, in AR-15 Golf, a tube is attached to the end of the barrel.
1: Uh Oh, it's like an extension or a converter adapter.
4: Yes. It looks like a big silencer. Like my
3: silencer that I have.
4: Yeah, it looks like a big silencer is placed on the end of the barrel, and then a golf ball is placed in the tube. You fire the gun, which is loaded with blanks, and so the the bullet doesn't strike it, but the, the force, obviously, through the muzzle, then launches the golf ball. Sweet. Although, look, I still have two problems here. One you better make sure those are effing blanks. Go talk to Alec Baldwin about that. And two, what could possibly go wrong with the muzzle velocity of a freaking AR-15 launching a golf ball at 400 feet per second? Yeah, because that's, well, that's fun. What so, about the group in front of you? Exactly. What if someone take we've all been hit with a golf ball, what if you take one off an AR-15? All right, well. I think that's where the safety briefing comes in and someone is manning the gun for you and hands it to you. Like down, you know, you like make well, sure everyone's like up range. It's not down really range.
3: golf; it's just shooting. It's just shoot. You're shooting a golf ball.
1: <laughs> it's shooting in a general direction,
3: right? So yes. no, <laughs> yeah. we're trying to. Yeah, do? why not put a target out there?
4: Oh my Be more god, fun. that is uh, yeah. yeah, charity golf tournament. Yeah, I'm seeing it here, and it's. Um, I wasn't lying to you. No, I'm, and you know, my favorite part is everyone playing golf is uh, in jeans and a t-shirt with a with it tucked in, and yeah, it's just... Yeah, it looks like an AR-15 with a big silencer, and you lift it up in the air. (laughs) How do you putt?
3: What if I show up in my Tiger gear? (laughs) Got my my Sunday red on, (laughs) black pants. It's going to look even better when you get shot. (laughs) Whoa! You
4: won't be able to tell that the blood is through. Good Lord. Like, I am watching this. Uh, There's, like, a video on it here. I found a local station. This is from Nebraska News 8. And... Boy, I'll tell you what. This is the most Nebraska thing ever.
3: Ever. What do you think of when you think of Nebraska? Apparently AR-15 golf. Cornhuskers. I think of football. Nebraska football? Yeah, I think
4: of Nebraska football.
3: What what outside of Nebraska football would you, I mean... Flat. That's like the two things
4: that come to mind in Nebraska football and just flat. And I'm sure it's a lovely state with lovely people. Not but really. I'm going to... Now, I'm going to think of AR 15 golf. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that someone came up with this idea.
3: I would have thought that would have been in Texas or
4: Florida. Yeah, Florida. 100%. This has Texas written all over it. Apparently, in Texas, though, you just drive around in a golf cart and they eliminate the golf ball and you just get a shotgun, or in this case, with Buck, two of them, and you start blasting away. Now, I need someone to, like, in Texas, I need someone to come up with some sort of, like, so we've got the golf component, we've got the gun component. We really need to incorporate the Lord into this somehow. You know, Mm -hmm. we need the Bible. The the Bible needs to come into this.
2: Mm -hmm. Because
4: my favorite part about guns, gun guy, is gun guy is also very much Jesus guy. And I'm fascinated by that because having read the good book uh, a time or two back in the religious days, I don't recall a lot of, like, (laughs) Jesus, like, and I said, bloweth him away with that AR-15 But somehow it's very much become like, I got my Bible and I got my gun. And both of them are the most important things in my life. Those two things fascinate me because they really don't go together. There's
3: nothing about guns in the Bible?
4: Jesus was kind of a, a pacifist hippie. You know, he wasn't really into the whole, you know, let's create lots of violence. But, you know, that's more of a... It's more of an Old Testament sort of thing, but, you know. Well. If you can incorporate, like, a Bible study into this, golf tournament, shooting, and then, like, afterwards we have, like, a like a chili cook-off, and then there's, like, some Bible verses read, you've got just.
3: Got that, it all. Now you got it all. You're appealing to a lot of people. Yes. A lot of locals. You're going to raise, I, they're going to raise some money. Yeah, they will. They're going to raise some money on this one. That's the scary part. Yeah. For the firefighters. <laughs> Why don't you just have a golf tournament? Well, who wants to play golf, man? This is way better. <laughs> Apparently... Not them. All right. Let me ask you this: you you rock up to Langdon Farms, okay, with my AR?
4: No, you just you 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 go up the sticks, and uh, you're like, hey man, I'm I'm here, and they're like, oh sorry, we didn't tell you. Someone rented out the course today. We got AR fifteen golf going on, and they're like, hey, we got like, sorry, I know you're put out, but we got an open we got an open slot. You're already there, Mm -hmm. not costing you a thing, free, free. You
3: play some AR fifteen golf.
4: I don't think I would. Really? You turn around. You're not even playing for a hole or two.
3: No. No thanks. <laughs> Can I hit balls on the range? No. You either turn around and go home, or you're playing AR-15 golf. I think I'm off to Swallet Island Greens to work on my wedges. <laughs> I don't need that. You Nancy. Well, what? What? I mean, I don't. I don't even know how to shoot an AR-15. Well, what if you- they offer to show you? Yeah? They, look, you don't need that. I don't, they, they've I got don't a really safety. care to do that. I really feel like you I just would get pull, shot. You just pulled the trigger. It's possible that I would shoot someone else <laughs> by accident. I don't want any part of that. I'm out. Oh, good times. Good to, well, it's a good thing you don't. I do not believe I will ever touch an AR-15 in my life. I can change that for you. And I'm okay you. with that. No, <laughs> gonna, I don't need to touch an AR-15. Can I bring
5: one to the office
4: for you? <laughs> How does that go
3: yeah i'll just fire it off the roof i think that might be one of those suspended
1: without pay situations <laughs> <laughs> can, I,
4: can i just rock into odyssey with with it's, i got
1: a case
3: well can it's you? open open we're carry open
1: carry here or <laughs> yeah. i mean can see,
3: are we open no we're
1: open carry we are open. We carry. just talked about this yeah. not in a place of business Is there, outside can hey
3: you? i'm not uh no I'm
1: one's taking, ever here i've
4: taken the odyssey training. i don't remember them ever telling me that i can't carry an ar-15 i took
1: a bunch of that training this morning and i don't remember seeing anything so anymore. we have a big meeting tomorrow yeah 10 a.m. fan meeting.
3: Show up with bring your AR, dude, <laughs> and don't say a word. Well, just sit down <laughs> with it strapped around your chest. That would be funny because every fan guy is going to be in there. And every Kim, we're all we're all, all getting there. together. It's the
1: first time in years
3: we've yeah. all
4: gotten together. I show up like two minutes fashionably late. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> or you're the hey, first guys. one there. Yeah, and you're, you're just the first sitting guy there. there. You're sitting there. It's in your lap. <laughs>
3: On the table, just and I'm just cleaning it. Hey guys, I just gotta. I think you should just sit there with it on your chest. (laughs) And you bring in donuts, and you're like, Hey, anyone want some? And you just nothing, everything's normal. You say what you would normally say, and refuse to acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. When
4: someone says you'd be like, What Uh, what are you talking about?
3: (laughs) Just say you can never be too, never be too prepared.
4: Have you seen the area that we're in right now? Yeah, you worry about you. I'll I'll be over here and do me.
3: I'll bring
4: your high point in when I come.
3: I don't want it. I hear no, it sucks. It's terrible. All right. Uh, catalytic converter news. And uh, ladies, it is here. The Wooden Dido. Wow. You've been asking. Have we? It is 618 on the
5: fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
0: And great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today
3: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary you
0: could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Now to uh, more harrowing news, <clears throat> although Deal brings up a good point. if What if you're in the AR-15 golf tournament and somebody starts yelling four? Ooh, You duck? Yeah. What do you do, dive? I, yeah, I think you
4: hit the ground. I think you do an air raid drill on that one. I mean, it's kind of scary to think about, like... I mean, I know golf balls are coming out uh, pretty fast off of those new uh, fancy drivers, but something tells me they're coming out a little faster out of the barrel of a of an AR-15. And you know some drunk idiot's <clears> going <throat> to ha-ha exactly. and point one at his buddy's leg and let one go.
3: A nearly 2,000-year-old wooden object in the shape of a penis could have served as a sexual tool by ancient Romans in Britain. Right. That makes sense. Let me show you this here. Look at that thing. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, yep. Hold on. yep, yep. Rob's showing me something. It's making me uncomfortable. Take a look at that. Is this an HR? Whoa. Look at that. It's a wooden. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That is for sure a sex toy, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, you think that. But it's made out of wood. Well, what else were you going to make out of? Well, I know, but imagine
4: taking that on. Well, I mean. God. Perverts have been perverts forever. Like, you think that the Romans weren't into some weird stuff? Hello? I mean, come on. I'm fascinated. Like, if, if you went all the way back, like,
3: we're not the first. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's all that weird. I just think we've come a long way in sex <laughs> the technology. Wood, you just have to, yeah, you just have to, be, you have to be a little careful there.
4: Well, I mean, I'm assuming you have to smooth that out a little bit. A little. You couldn't find like a like a you know some sort of stone or whatnot. I'm not sure which is worse. I'm guessing you could you know wood. It's probably the smoothest thing you can find back in those days. Right, sand <laughs> that thing down. Don't want to get a splinter, and if you do get a splinter, is that uh, is that just a you know it, it yeah, that's just can you get that out? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with well, that. I mean, I was trying to think of a you know, I was like an appropriate way to say well, that. I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. <laughs> But they say this is the first of its kind. This is the first example of a sex object from the Roman world.
4: Oh, all right, well, way to go, Romans, and man. And we shouldn't
3: be surprised by it. Well, no,
4: if you go all the way back into caveman days, I just assume that every society. Is perverted. Like was, uh, I was—I forget the name of it. I was reading a book not too long ago, and it was about—I think it was called like a brief history of us. It was something like that, and it basically just talked about you know where we came from and how we, you know, what we think of as human history is com- what we're taught is completely wrong. Like we go back way longer with way more advanced civilizations, and like the Neanderthals and and like the pre-homo sapiens were way more advanced and, and than than we ever thought and we're all way more intermingled and they said that there's two things that no matter what group of people human or pre-human there's two things that every human or pre-human did when we find something we kill it and we have sex with it or we hump it and we hump it yeah those are the two things at and, a, That's lot what of time, I and do. a lot of times they're not exclusive <laughs> we do some killing we hump it and then we kill it well, we do some killing, and then we hump the stuff that we, we – we, we kill those that are um, undesirable, and then we hump the <clears> ones <throat> that we do find desirable. And that was like – they said, like, even with people that weren't technically the same as us, it didn't matter. We're like, yeah, close enough, so, well, let's just keep going and uh, and do that. And then the, the they're like, we don't know whether that was consensual or not, but we know that everything got it on. So it doesn't surprise me one bit that – the Romans are back there carving, uh, by the way, very large. It's very, enormous. Very large wooden object. Well, objects. they're
3: saying that it, it could be it could have been used more sinister by like a slave owner. Oh. You know, yeah. to, you know it could have been a.
4: But also for co- like comedic purposes, you know, like when you were in school, like you get your math book and like, you know, you'd open to page like 69, there would just be a big penis drawn on it. What if that's the equivalent of like the Roman joke? You know, yeah, the Roman joke. Like you show up one day at your buddy's house I was like, hey. Hey, check this out. Found an old down log over there. Look what I carved out of it.
3: And what else were you doing back in Roman times? Right. You whittle that thing over months. and You pull it out at a party. Everyone laughs. (laughs) Raya's probably like Jim Carrey level humor back then. Now, do you think
4: we humped more back then or less? I think we humped more. I think so, too. Well, first off, we didn't live very long, and so you knew you had to spread the seed. And two, I think there was a lot less... um, Well,
3: there was no... Yeah, it, it was just anything goes, any, right? Anything goes. Oh, instructions, less yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that and I just feel like there was no such thing as like yeah, there's, like, marriage and, yeah, and consent. And con- just, yeah, yeah. Well, right. No
1: one could go get their rocks off on the internet because there was no internet. And I mean, there's you're not, that you're not getting you're not getting your fantasies fulfilled by like a computer. Yeah, it just was. Yeah, it just was go time back in the day.
4: You know. Mm. So people are always like, hey, you know, where would you want to live? Uh, you don't want to go back.
3: There. Now knowing that, you wouldn't want to go back there. And, you know. No, because what <laughs> if I go back there and you're the one? And, it's, and like, you're, I take you.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, I think I'm a. Pretty, here. I think I'm a pretty big guy. I think I would hold my own. Like, but you never know. <laughs> now
3: with if, my AR-15 strapped to my <laughs> chest. <laughs> it's, Bend it's, over. Yeah,
4: everyone thinks that you're going to be the uh, the hammer, not
3: necessarily the nail, but. You know. That's right. You don't know. Yeah, you think of it yeah. as the hammer, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not taking that chance either. Next
4: thing you know, like you think you're top dog, and then some other people come in, take your village, and you know, you don't. Yeah, yeah you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Or they take you, and you end up working in some sort of mine, and meanwhile, you're at the the beck and call of God knows what.
3: Isn't civilized society great?
4: Yes, it has its perks. It does. Look, I don't care what anyone says. Like I was doing a on the during the snow, and I did like every now and then I'll be bored. You'll do like a Twitter Q and A, right? One of those Reddit AMA things. And someone asked the question, like, if you had a time machine, where would you go and live any time in the in the past? And the answer is nowhere. Right now, there is nothing. You wouldn't be
3: curious, though. I mean, I know it's it's better now than ever. Well, it'd be, but wouldn't you go somewhere just like to check it out? Well, but
4: not he. The, the question is, wouldn't you go check it out? The question is, could if you at could go live at any time in the past? Would you go and do it? And the answer is no, and not just no, but hell no. Well, what if you
3: had to choose a place? Like, where would you? What time would you choose?
4: As close to society right now as can I pick? Nineteen eighty four? Can I pick nineteen seventy six? Let's go pre. Let's go.
3: Let's go pre nineteen hundred. Great, eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> really? Yes, because that's kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still going to be better
4: than living than living any other time.
3: That's kind of relative, don't you think? I don't think so. Like 1850 wasn't that much worse than 1899. <laughs> it was only 50 years. <laughs> it also Maybe it was better. Like think about 50 years ago there's a lot of people that are still alive. They're like, ah, 50 years ago, those were the good old days. They probably said that back then, too.
4: Well, that's just because we kept women in line. and You know, they got to be on top, right? Well. You know, it's, it's one of those, like, sometimes I've had uh, members of my family like to romanticize that a little bit. And I'm like, something tells me your grandkids may not feel the same way. <laughs> it's like like we were quite as, uh, I don't think we'd be quite as tolerated back then. No, society is so much better now than any time. Well, You know, I don't know this thing called antibiotics thing called modern medicine surgery (laughs) back then you know it's like hey what happened i don't know i got a scratch on my arm and it got infected what happened well i sawed it off because i had a minor infection
3: and uh, that didn't work and then i got gangrene and died well all that's right but what where would you want what time period would you want to go like no let me ask it this way what do you where do you think you would do the best at surviving in like just you know, maybe even thriving. Who knows? <laughs> maybe you hit up like a princess or something. Something. Like you know, that. get on the rich, <laughs> get in the rich castle. It's just,
4: it's all. I have said this that if I had to pick a society to live in, and I don't know if I would thrive or whatever, I do generally think that the uh, the early days of pre-America and the Native Americans, I kind of like what they had going on. Okay, it seemed to be some pretty cool rules. Not all of it. But they seem to have it was was a good structure. They seem to have a good thing going there. I kind of dig what they got going on. Okay, I think I would take that's a good answer. I think I would take pre-America. You know, so you're
3: out there with the Buffalo. I'm out there with the Buffalo. Part of a tribe. Part of a tribe. You're all. I mean, of course, there was. Fighting amongst tribes. Yes, but, but you're
4: working but together. But you've
3: got your gr- group. Yeah,
4: there's some free love going on there. We're got all, your ladies. Yeah, you got your peyote. Yes. Again, I'm smoking some good stuff. I'm eating some good meat. It's not a bad answer. I'm riding the plains. Right. I'm living in cool teepees. I generally like. I think the. But native, you're a white man. I know. That's the bummer. But, you know, I saw dances with wolves. Yeah, you know. just
3: endear
1: yourself. Uh, um, actors have done it throughout history. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, of
4: course, the other one is, and and I hate to say this, I do think I would thrive well in Viking society.
3: Vikings? But I don't
4: really want
1: to do that. The raping and pillaging isn't so much for you.
3: I'm
4: just saying, I think I'd be pretty good in that.
3: What would be the worst times? Like the old Roman? Medieval. Yeah. Medieval times. They were ruthless. Sorry,
1: bud. You're going to the Colosseum. You're too built. Yeah. Uh,
4: Just the the old medieval times were just. (laughs) You think they said that? Sorry, bud. (laughs)
1: Probably something like that. Yeah, that's probably how it went. It's just. It's,
4: it's no good. And you know what? I would also like, uh, like if, if you had to say curiosity-wise, because I'm, I'm fascinated by human history, and there's more and more evidence coming out every single year that we have history wrong. That going back 50, 60, 70, 80,000 years, people built great societies, big monolithic structures, and was way more advanced And it wasn't just these bumbling hunter gatherer idiots. I mean, it's if you still believe that you got your head buried in the sand. I do think it would be fascinating if you said, I have to go pick a place and I know it's gonna suck. I may just roll the dice and be like, dude, kick me back 100,000 years. Oh, way back. Way back and see what uh, happens. And see what happens. Cause I think that you would, if, and you said I could be in a major city, like, you know, in, you know, and, and, and where we think these these well, civilizations were, and I think it would be way way different than than what you think, and I think it'd be way more. You think
3: advanced. it would be better? Ten, what'd you say? A thousand years? hundred thousand years? A hundred thousand years? You yeah. think would be better than being in the
4: seventeen or sixteen hundreds? Yeah. Than what we think? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
3: There are a
4: lot of evidence now that people built huh. or people built great societies and. And really had some advanced level of understanding and that a, a great cataclysm cataclysm came through and kind of wiped all <laughs> that out. And so I may just roll the dice and not go, you know, 100 years or 1,000 years. I may just say, screw it. We're going, go way, way we're going way back and see what's up. Get eaten by a dinosaur? Well, not that far. Well, <laughs> we're not talking millions. We're just talking, like, let's go 70, 80, you know. What if you're just kind of alone? Uh, we're not alone. There, there's too much stuff was built, too much evidence left behind.
3: All right. Well, there's hot humankind talk. Yeah, and then smallpox gets you and, and you know. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Like Smallpox isn't around 100,000 years ago. Right. You're fine.
4: Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I'd go live in the past. Yeah, right till you get smallpox. Have fun. Enjoy the measles.
3: <clears throat> I do think I would go with a more known quantity of more recent times. Yeah. I'm going to go like, the 70s. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I said pre-1900s. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you could live in any one decade in the 1900s, which would you live? That's an interesting question, too. I'd go with the 70s. Would you? Yeah. Go back and experience the free love, man? Yeah, I'd go
4: do the 70s thing.
3: I don't know. (laughs) Vietnam and everybody got all (laughs) hot and bothered. What about, like, the... 60s in my teens, 70s
1: in my 20s, 80s in my 30s.
4: You know what? I'm just going to go. That's what you guys did, right? I'm just going to go ahead and say, "Yeah, <laughs> shut up, jerk. <laughs> Anything pre-civil rights, I'm I'm good, man. I'm out.
3: That's, yeah, that's no, true. no thanks. Well, you could go back to like the industrial, Revol- like the, uh, you know, like when the swinging. I
4: 20, don't know. Yeah,
3: the 20s, like the roaring 20s. Yeah, like before the depression, when it was yeah. really like people were like, "Wow, this is the world's great." Yeah. My
4: uh, my love of ethnic women, I don't think would really hit well back then so again i'm gonna go
3: post civil rights movement <laughs> yeah you say that now but <laughs> back then you could do whatever you wanted
5: yeah. and you would have yeah, too. Probably. don't
3: act like you'd be mr <laughs> oh we can't do this it's the times man well, plus what... the
1: sex trade wasn't nearly as frowned upon then as it is as it is now <laughs> yeah exactly
3: <laughs> it's that whole viking thing you know
4: it's you can go back and thrive in there
0: all right uh open segi next here's buck
3: Now on the top dot Yeah,
4: What is it? The, I
3: don't know what the top10s. is, but all right, it's we're, just something I stumbled upon because I googled this. We're just ranking top tens, are we? Yeah, top ten everything. Sure. It has top ten best decades to live in in the ni- since nineteen hundred. Sure. And in the, and I think it's one of those upvote things where people vote and sure. then. Sure. So
2: yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, number one ended up being the eighties. Okay. I can see that. I can too.
4: Yeah, I mean like, that's pretty I grew, good. I grew up in the '80s, and so obviously we we're yeah. You know, a little well big, we're fond of the '80s because yeah, we grew up in the 80s. yeah. It's a it's a
3: very uh, <laughs> we romanticize it a little bit, but well, I, uh, we do. But at the same time, I mean, that was pretty good. It was pretty times were good then. Yeah, I feel like it
4: because the '70s, like you mentioned, had you know we had the, the Vietnam. We had, yeah, we had the gas crisis in Vietnam, and you know, you so hear, they have '70s number four on here. Okay, what so.
3: So, 80s 1, 70s yep. 4,
4: so what's 2 and 3? I'm assuming it's going to be like something in the
3: 50s. No, the 90s are number 2. Oh. Um,
4: well, again, having grown up in the 80s and 90s, uh, I enjoyed my childhood. I got no complaints. About society in general. Again, being a white guy from the Pacific Northwest, you know, others yeah. may
3: have something to say about that, but... The uh, 2000s were third... And that's one where it's like, I don't really remember, like, I, I don't know. Well, again, I, I think you're all talking
4: about modern society, which is is actually good, because I, I, again, I, I'm i glad that it's not the 30s,
3: 40s, and 50s. Like, do you, okay, so we're close to the same age, kind of? Yeah, we're about four years, right? Yeah, do you think of a real distinction between the 2000s and, and 2010s, like... To me, it's the same. It's all kind of the same. Not mm-hmm. nearly as much as like the nineties to the two thousand. Right. There's like seventies distinctly different than the sixties. The eighties distinctly different than the seventies. The nineties distinctly different than the eighties. But I feel like once we got to two thousand, it's kind of all been yeah, the aughts and the tens blend a
4: little. Yeah. I will. I will say that the the twenties moving forward, I think we're going to remember that very differently. Between, 20, the twenty twenties. The twenty twenties between and, and you know, even the, the late season. Is it COVID? Well COVID and then Trump and the political discourse the and bid. and and you know and, and <clears throat> let's go Brandon and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> look, I don't know where this goes, but I mean I certainly feel that we are in a what would you say? We are we're just in a more turbulent uh decade here than than we've been in the last however many you know literally decades
3: now the roaring 20s which i suggested was uh they put the, where did they put that that's way down at 8
4: yeah so i think the roaring 20s is one of those that if you were a if you were rich if you were a, an affluent person yeah. yeah i mean you were living the life yeah you were living the life but uh, boy i think there were a lot of people yeah <laughs> that, that that weren't Plus, I mean, you know,
3: we got broke. the women were hot, <laughs> all dressed up. Yeah, you have your little top. hat. Men were men. Men were men. He had the flapper dresses out there. For Go the to gals. the speakeasy. Show, I will
4: smoke a lot. I will say that the 1920 speakeasies are pretty cool. There's one over oh, yeah. um, the music. Yeah, there's a there's a hotel. Uh, over in Clackamas, and they have they have like a speakeasy jazz club, like underneath their their yeah. restaurant. I
3: love those. And it's it's pretty
4: cool. Yeah, they, they got the whole vibe down there. That's
3: probably the best decade for partying.
4: Yeah, have a good time. Said that there. in the seventies, and I would say that that's one of those probably anything goes. That was back you can get like some just like a nice opium den. And go go wander around and and have at it.
3: Now to your point, they have the twenty twenties twelfth. Yeah. And yeah. then the only decade worse than the 1910s. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be a hard pass. Cuz you're looking at World
1: War. Yeah, just that whole that whole thing. That whole so thing. which decade could you go back to where you think that right now you would be an incredibly dominant football player like in the <laughs> NFL? Could you like could you do that in the 70s do you think right now? No. Like against 70s dudes? That's a good question. In my 40s with my body? No. No, 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 no. no. But you like, as a
3: yo- yo-
4: you at your yeah, peak. Yeah. yeah. I would have been very good in the, anything. What would you choose? It, uh, well, I, would I, you?
3: OK, so here's that's a good question. Would you choose the 60s? But you would make less. Now, if you chose the 70s, you maybe you know, they they didn't you make, would. They
4: didn't make any money. Well, they either.
3: did towards the end, didn't they?
4: Yeah, not really. When
3: mm-hmm. did money? Well, like in the, in Kurt the, Flood and all that. And well, that yeah. was late 70s. Yeah. So well, the, the money kind of started getting ushered in the in 80s the 80s and 90s. Could you have played in the 80s?
4: oh gosh I certainly would have had a better chance in the in in those times a much much better chance because I just I I mean 300 pound linemen were very very uncommon um plus I would have been on an s ton of roids back in the day too so oh, I would yeah. have been even bigger because goes anything goes yeah I, I I probably would have had a much much better career in the 80s and if you go back any time than that and you took me uh in the in the 70s or 60s yes I think I would have been a dominant I would have been a dominant football
3: player. I would have been a dominant center in basketball <laughs> in the 20s. <laughs> Just out there throwing bows, at the, the Washington Generals. All right. Your brother, John. You know, tonight is... Uh, 364. 364.
4: I think he's up in Seattle.
3: Of 365. I think. Well, we'll find out. His, his wife posted something on Instagram of the Space Needle, so I think they may All be right. up there. And he said he wasn't going to be in town. We'll find out next on The Fan. Okay, uh, night or day, 364 on the quest for Catch 365. Uh, is, that, is that right? And where are you?
2: That's correct. 365 Eve tonight is, okay. is where we are. And I am currently standing at the corner of Edgar Martinez Drive and Dave Niehaus Way in uh, what might be my favorite single intersection in this entire country.
3: Okay, so you're in Seattle... Uh, yes. Who Who is the catchmate for 364?
2: So tonight I played catch with my friend Ryan and my son Jackson in front of the Ken Griffey Jr. statue at the corner of Edgar and Dave. Got it. Okay. And there's really only one way that that could get better and uh, dot, dot, dot.
3: Yeah, so we're going to leave it. Yeah. We're, we're going to leave that. Yeah, right? he's being very cryptic yesterday yeah. when I was talking to
2: him. I think he's afraid of jinxing it.
3: But you know what's going to happen, and you just don't want to tell us. Is that right? I'm
2: I'm mentally unprepared to accept such a thing is going to happen. Okay. So I'm choosing to live in denial for the next 15 hours-ish. Okay. All right. Um, and we'll... Put it this way: I don't know that I'm going to sleep tonight. I may just wander around the stadium at night. It, it's got to be safe down here, right? Wandering around the middle yeah, of yeah, you'll
3: be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a
4: there's so. like a showgirls club right across the street. You can probably
3: warm up in there. Now, if, will uh, you need to? If if okay, uh, I know we don't want to reveal too much because we don't want to jinx it. But what time if you are playing catch tomorrow? What what time? it will be in the morning. It will be in the morning. Okay.
2: Yes, it will be in the morning. So, okay. so you'll
3: have by, a recap for us by the by this segment tomorrow.
2: This segment tomorrow, if all goes according to plan, not only will I be giddy, I will regale you with the entire story, maybe more than you even want to know. But uh, barring barring disaster, carve out a full segment, well, and I will give you the whole thing.
3: I feel like I feel like maybe tomorrow warrants an earlier appearance.
2: Uh, listen, I'm yeah. up for it. Maybe like a I'm 6.30 call. Or a you know, 3.30, get, yeah. even. Yeah,
3: you give him some sort of... We need to
4: carve out a little juicy segment. Yeah, I mean, this is a big a,
2: deal. Yeah, there's a whole story involved, too. And I know you know part of it. You know yes. kind of where it was headed at one point. But it's it's a story with twists and turns. It's mm-hmm. ripe with intrigue and disaster. Mm-hmm. A little erotica mixed mm-hmm. in. Right, and, yeah. Uh, Sex is involved. Yeah and, yeah, and a whole thing that led led to this. Wow. So... I'll, it's a, I'll be if happy it, to tell you and we'll see yeah. what happens. If
3: it happens, it's a cool end to three sixty five, but even if it doesn't, I'm sure three sixty five will be super cool anyway. Because it's three sixty five.
2: There's gotta be a there's gotta be a homeless guy walking around the stadium I can play with tomorrow if it doesn't work out, right? I mean I'll find somebody.
4: Look, I said this all along that this has been really cool that John has done this and he's had a lot of cool experiences and people have, have had this outpouring of love and you've shared all these moments and it's been this wonderful uh, community project, but make no mistake about it. And I said this on day one, this has been one giant selfish endeavor. That is this whole thing has been building to one thing and one thing only. And this, this carpet bag and son of a gun is about to have it be done tomorrow. So don't let him fool you with his wonderful news pieces about how he's doing this for the people. No, 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 no.
3: It was all for this. This
4: is all for this.
3: Everything I, has led to this. He is so jealous will, of this. Uh, John, I cannot I begin to tell you how jealous he is of your of of, the, of, of your, your beloved nature. You are, America loves this story and it loves you and it drives him crazy.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. If if 364 days ago I went out into my backyard and played catching the rain with my son who was grumpy the whole time. <laughs> if somehow that was a plan to turn into this, it's the greatest long con in the history of con
4: of ever. This is like Kevin Spacey Usual Suspects and like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> That's what this is and right. tomorrow is going to be freaking awesome. Well, we'll call you at 3:30. Yes. Yeah.
2: I'm done. I'll be I'll be home by then, I would think and okay. and uh and let's do it.
3: All right. Love your hot body.
2: Love you guys. All right, get a good night's sleep.
3: He won't. There's no, he no, said. He there's won't. no way. He will be yeah. so. I'm, I'm sure mean, you guys can probably out there yes. figure out what's, I mean, what's going to happen. Yes, he's, but,
4: he's in Seattle. He's front of a statue. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's going down. The stars are aligning. That is, and honestly, for someone that has done this, and for all, if you've ever followed like him on Instagram and seen some of the stories that he's and the people that he's met. This has been a really. Been awesome. This has been an awesome thing, and for it to culminate with this,
3: yeah. See, I know you have to say that, but you're insanely <laughs> jealous. You hate this.
4: <laughs>
3: this is really. cool. It's a cool deal. I just want him to admit that it was all about this right here. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll talk to him tomorrow. Everybody, uh, have a wonderful evening, and we're back three uh, seven on night.